Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. Boys Don't Cry is actually, I know what you're thinking, but this is actually a, a new short film. So this would be the newest film that we're discussing on this podcast. I have with me today choreographer John Ross. Um, welcome, John. Thank, thanks for coming on, on the show today. Thank you for inviting me. Um, now, um, as with every episode, this is a essentially a commentary track type podcast. And the reason for that is you are not alone. I know many people listening today might feel that they're alone and yell back to the, the podcast, what do you mean I'm not alone? Of course I'm alone. There, there's no one else here with me. And so what I'm doing with that is when you're when you have someone to go to the movie with, when you have someone to watch a movie with, movie watching can be a social activity. But when you do not have someone to go to a movie with, when you do not have someone to watch the movie with, movie watching can be a solo activity, a, a solitary activity. And so that, that is why this podcast is typically commentary track. Now, often the other, and I alluded to the, to the top of the show, Often it might be a movie that's now showing or on video, et cetera, et cetera. But in this case, this is a movie you can watch right now, like today, <laughs> which is kind of cool because you get the, 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 the real time immediacy of that. Um, and, and that's correct, right? The, the, the film is, and this is a short film, I would say five, five, five minute range. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's if you want to go exact, it's four minutes thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> so my my uh, my uh, time count was was correct. So, but I, yeah. I do want to thank you for for coming on on the show today. And um, now this short film, it is a one of the things that that and this is just so, so so people listening will know what this is in regards to. This is a short film about mental health, but specifically men's mental health. Yeah, that's is, is, that, is that summation correct? Yeah, 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 that's correct. All right. What, uh, what, what brought you to, to the project? What, what prompted you to do this? Uh, I guess a few things. I mean, uh, on, a, on a personal end, it was last year, I was actually diagnosed with uh, mild to severe depression. I didn't realize that I had it. Um, I just realized that there was a change in myself and, uh, and, and I wasn't myself anymore. Uh, and, I, and I seeked help. Uh, I just and like I said in the video, I just started talking about it, and then I realized that I found this thing. And the more that I kind of opened up, the more I realized that I knew more people around me and people who were close to me also who were also going through lots of similar things. Um, and predominantly, those people were men. And it just started to make me think and be like, "Wow, this is." I didn't realize that you know people who even I thought I knew really well like close male friends were going through really hard times. Um, and the more I talked, the more I realized there's just lots of stigma with, with men just opening up and expressing themselves. Uh, so they just keep everything. So that was one end, um, I guess, on the personal side. And then on the second side, I was part of a project uh, as, a, as a performer, uh, as a professional dancer. I was working with a company uh, called DV8. Uh, they're a physical theater company. And I was part of their show, which is called Enter Achilles. And it's essentially about eight men in a British pub. Uh, and, you know, these men go to the pub 
every day or every weekend. Um, but the piece is essentially about what masculinity is in its form and what does it mean to be a man within a group of men. Um, and so we each all had individual characters who highlighted, I guess, a specific um, issue maybe with, you know, someone can't express themselves or someone has to be the, the alpha male or someone is the joker, you know, and somehow all these men make it work together, but there's problems underneath the surface that they never talk about. Um, so I guess the combination of the two kind of really came into fruition when, when I guess, when the, when the pandemic hit, when COVID hit, and we were in this lockdown situation and people were trapped inside homes. And the more I started talking to people to just check in really and just say, hey, how's it going? Uh, more people, I realized people were really struggling. And so I, I wanted to help in its, in its simplest form. I wanted to help. Um, yeah. well, one, of the, one of the things that, that caught my attention up front was the, and you, you mentioned COVID-19. There was a huge, and I mean huge, ad uh, several months ago, this Kate Tempest uh, poem, uh, words or people's faces. And there, there was this PSA type commercial r right when the whole lockdown thing was going on that just, bam, I mean, you, you close remember where you were when you saw that commercial, that sort of feeling. And I sort of had the same feeling when, when I came across that because the fact that it was set to, uh, set to a poem kind of is, is reason that you can just like, you know, slow down and just appreciate it and just, you know what I mean? It, it, there's, there's, there's no, there's no yeah. hurry to get through it, in other words. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's interesting about the poem because it's uh, like I wrote it, but it's essentially it was words from the the guys who contributed to the film. Like I, I had a conversation with them after or like well during the the video process when once they sent the video back, I just simply opened up to be like, how did that feel, or did anything happen for you during you screaming? And it just opened up this this conversation, and then all of a sudden, I had these gold mines of of tiny little phrases, which maybe they didn't even realize that they had been holding on to, or or you know, been feeling. And I just somehow, I guess, like a jigsaw puzzle, just tried to put it together to really to make it human, you know, to and and to really attach it to. We hear, we had this a lot, all men, boys, we hear these tiny little phrases throughout our entire lives and you, you forget that how much it attaches to you. True. Um, One of the things that I, that I found, I don't know, I guess like gratifying us in a way or, or thankful for is that there really has been more of a discussion for those very points for all the BS that, you know, the, the boys don't cry, obviously, being one of them. Um, yeah. And I, like I said, I, I'm just appreciative that those discussions are being had more and more because it's one thing to talk about depression and bipolar and suicide pre prevention, et cetera, et cetera, in a very general sense of the word, which is obviously helpful and, and, and whatnot, but when it's more specific to you know, your background and your experience, it becomes all the more relevant. 
Yeah, completely. And completely. So that's one thing that that, that I really appreciated. Now, the at the end of the film, there is mention of Mental Health Foundation. Now that is more or less the UK equivalent to an organization like Net, um, Mental Health America or comparable organization. Is that is that correct? It would be a, a comparable organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a UK version of all these things. Like we have Mind also. Um, I guess because that's like an international kind of one. But uh, yeah, it's the Mental Health Foundation is a UK kind of based um, organization. Well, how, how have you been doing um, since the, the um, short film was released? Uh, uh, well, I mean, one, I didn't expect the film to, uh, to have such um, traction in what I had, you know, like I always had this in my idea in my head that if, that if the film would help one person, then for me, the film had done its job. Like, uh, and I didn't make it like, you know, as a, as a maker, like, you know, you're always, you've got a bit of narcissism every time you make something. <laughs> like, you always want some form of credit or something like that. But this was actually genuinely the first time I can say with, like, pure honesty that I didn't make any of it with any ego or any kind of note of going, oh, my God, what happens if I get, like, a million shares or what happens if I get this? this? <laughs> It was purely on the end of going, if I help one person, and whether it be a man or a woman, you know, but if it helps one, then it's done its job. And all of a sudden, it's just like within one day, you know, it was shared like about almost 200 times. Um, this was in like six hours or something. I had people like uh, trying to Facebook uh, friend me, like random men, and then they were sending me these messages, had people kind of just ran the men saying, I needed to hear this today. Thank you so much. Um, so it, it kind of took me by surprise, actually. I was quite like overwhelmed <laughs> um, yeah. because, you know, I guess something which I I wanted to help so badly and I felt like it, it has. And, and that's a truly wonderful feeling as, as, I guess as a maker, it's the first time I felt mm -hmm. truly like I've made something which has is, is made a difference. Um, well, well, it, it well, like I can tell you that it, it affected me when I saw it, and I would imagine many people who see it or, or will see it, I, I would imagine that it will affect them in some way as well. And, I, and I'm confident that it it will contribute towards the, this dialogue that we're having and continuing to hopefully, um, you know, make make that change and and get those conversations continuing. Yeah, and what's a, another wonderful thing that kind of happened was is that a lot of um, women had actually commented or mostly women, like I was looking at the demographic of shares mm -hmm. and things, and, and most of it was actually women, um, which was like amazing to see. Uh, that, and, you know, they were all very supportive. And, and you know, because when I guess I was making it, I was also, you know, I was, I was worried, you know, about, because one, I was opening up myself to to being vulnerable and putting it onto the, <laughs> I guess the whole the whole world yeah. essentially, and you know you, I guess in those moments you you're worried about being judged or, and and one thing that came up for me was about oh I, I wonder how the opposite sex would approach approach this or feel about this like hearing this you know I was I, I had in my head that they would go. Yeah that's not right. You guys to shut off. You guys to do this. You guys act like this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and actually it was complete opposite. We've gone, my God, I, some were like, I, I had no idea. Like, you know, and, and some of, 
I had this really beautiful message from someone saying, you've just made sense for how my partner acts. Uh, and that's, that's just helped me. And that, that was beautiful. So yes, yeah, great. <laughs> so, definitely. Well, well do, do you, th um, do you think that, that, that we, we are continuing to move in that direction where a lot of the stereotypes, you know, like boys don't cry or whatever that, that, that we're getting away from that, that because I, I am for myself seeing, you know, little by little that a lot of those, um, you know, barriers to, to growth are slowly, you know, it, it hasn't happened overnight, and I don't think it will happen overnight, but I am seeing, you know, little by little that there are, you know, little signs of that changing and, and going away somewhat. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, like I'm in the performing arts industry. That's my main kind of profession that I've been in for the past 12 years. And oh, you just even the past 12 years, you've seen you know, let's, let's uh, like for say male dancers, for example, you know, when I first started, I, I was in a class with two guys, me and two guys and about 30 women. By the time I graduated, I was in a class with about 12 guys. Mm -hmm. But now when I go teach in those places, mm -hmm. it's 50, 50, <laughs> you know, and, and more so it's starting to shift. There's more yeah. men kind of work. So uh, and then you talk about like the older generation. I'm, I remember I had this amazing conversation with my grandfather and, you know, he's, he's like, you know, he's very old and he's yeah. very old, old school in his ways and his ways of thinking. But he, even he started to be inclusive and open to, you know, to, to like say like the homosexuals and, mm -hmm. and, and to different races and that, mm -hmm. which when we, when he was growing up, that was a very taboo kind of, this is, you know, man goes with the woman mm -hmm. or et cetera, et cetera. And, and I'm having conversations with him now where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like about homosexual men or mm -hmm. about this, about race or about anything. And so it's I, I do think everything's changing. It's just, yeah. Like you said, it's got to. We're, we're, I think we're just like scratching surfaces at the yeah. moment. Yeah, and, and what is, yeah, and funny you mentioned that because for the longest time you've had like these cooking kits that were always directed, you know, like, like my, my first kitchen and, you know, Barbie doll type stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, right. and now you're seeing little by little these cooking, because, you know, let's be honest, some of the best chefs in the world, you know, are, are, are men. <laughs> so it's like, why have there not been more cooking sets for little boys? And I imagine right. dancing with what you're talking about would be the same way. And you're even seeing with um, a lot of magic sets, like magic sets for little boys. Now they're slowly but surely, you're seeing more magic for, for, for little girls and, and, and for women. And so, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's been um, just so cool seeing a lot of those um, gender um, barriers just, you know, wither away in, in so many yeah. ways so that you, you do have that more open uh, dialogue. Uh, uh, yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah yeah totally and it just makes everything more in inclusive you know you stop seeing you stop seeing gender and you start seeing people mm -hmm. uh, which is, is which is really nice you know when i go and teach in schools now it's 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 great like you know it's yeah there's still a lot of changes that need to happen but in terms of it's we don't class just blues for boys and pink is for girls you know it's it's gone well everything is everything's for everyone 
Yeah, definitely. Um, well, would I know you had mentioned that performance piece that that prompted you to mm -hmm. um, to do this? Were there any any moments that you can recall that just prompted you to um, to talk about more? Because because for me, I'm speaking for for, for myself. There yeah. was a. Do you remember a band of a few years ago, Frightened Rabbit, out of um, Scotland? Their um, lead singer lost his battle with, um, with with depression, which which ended ended the band. And and I and this is not not a music podcast, so I'm just in this for you know <laughs> example purposes. Yeah. Uh, but that was one of the things that sort of like you know prompted me to like just pay because that was one of the things where since that time. Uh, and I think one of their song lyrics is about like making tiny changes, and and that's exactly what you're doing with the short film, and that's pretty much a, a, a tiny change, you know, yeah, or right. not so tiny as the case may be. Um, were there any moments that sort of you know jerked you in a way you know prior to that that that, that performance? I guess do you know what I think it's I think it's been in me for years, and I just I just never I just never did in it either I never did anything about it or something never pushed me to the point of going, I need to talk about this. I always felt like when I have this ethos or again, this method, I guess, with myself in creating that I try not to create anything unless I really have something to say about it um, or unless it really pushes me to the point of going, why are we not talking about this? Um, so I quite like talking, I quite like just tackling subjects which people go, whoa, I do not want to go anywhere near that. And I go, but, but why not? Because it makes people feel uncomfortable? Or it was, but surely we should be doing that because yeah. it's a problem. Um, so I think it's like, it stemmed from, I think back when I was a teenager and really growing up and, you know, we all know what it's like to be a teenager, <laughs> yeah. regardless if you're a, a, a man or a woman. Um, but I think it was just with all the, I guess, all the projects that I've, I've been in and been surrounded by, it's just kind of, I've just been like taking tiny little essences from everything. Mm -hmm. And I guess when it got to this point right now where we're at, it, I guess my, the idea was full enough to go, I now need to talk about this. Well, you you said a, a key word that I just did it down, so I, I would remember to mention it. Uncomfortable, and and un you know, mental health being what it is, and some of the the issues you alluded to, and which I alluded to, um, as far as like gender and the stereotypes and whatnot. Mm. When when you're pushing forward to have those conversations, that is something that can be uncomfortable and to some people can be a threatening um, subject to many people if they're not prepared for those discussions or if they don't want to have those discussions. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, one of the, so I guess this leads nicely onto the, um, when I was contacting the men to, to be a part of this project, that I had a rule and there was only one rule within the video and that was, I don't want it to be staged. I don't want it to be acted. Like I know some of the people I have now are a tremendous performance, but I, I said to him, if, if you don't feel like screaming, please don't do it. Don't just tell me it's okay. I'm not going to be upset or I'm not going to be angry. It's like, yeah. but if one day you wake up and you go, I, I need to let out something 
or something's going to happen or I'm going to trap it further inside me. Just turn on that camera and just let it out. And, you know, don't worry about it being perfect or anything because it's not about any of that. Um, and I said, there's no time limit. So, you know, some, some guys gave me it within a few days and some guys gave me it like 10 weeks later because that was the rule. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then the authenticity came out and then the conversation was much easier to have because it wasn't being forced. It wasn't being like, well, you know, you've got till Friday till five. And if you, you know, if you don't do it, then we can't talk about it. Yeah. 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 Do, do, um, how much more footage was available beyond that, that four minutes and so 38 seconds? <laughs> how, how much more footage was there that, that was not used? And do you, do you see yourself developing it further into a feature length if there is um, interest to, to, to do a feature length? Yeah, yeah. So the, I would say that most people's clips were anything between 15 seconds and four minutes. So, uh, and that was really interesting, actually, just to, just to, because obviously you're asking someone to be very vulnerable on camera. Uh, and it depends where you're at in your stage of your, of your life. You could be very happy, but asking someone to, to expose himself in that sense might open up something for them, which they're not quite ready to, you know, jump into which was totally fine. So we have some clips which are much shorter and we have ones that are longer. And then the idea, I would love to make a feature, but this time I would love to, to, uh, to try and get more v variety, I guess. More like, you know, like go on a bus and ask a bus driver, you know, mm -hmm. hey, I'm doing this thing. How would you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> even in front of a camera? You know, walking into a bank and asking the bank manager, you know, it's so you really I'm I'm looking I'm looking to have like a real just kind of someone that you would see every day and you would never think about, you know, asking them, How are you feeling? What's going on? Like the like the man on the street kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I I mean, honestly, I would rather you know, and, and we're in election season in the U.S. as you know. Um, oh, yeah. I would rather see honestly. I would rather see like a happiness type survey or like how how are you? You know, I would rather see those kind of surveys rather than oh, are you for twiddle d or twiddle dumb? Which you know, you know what I mean. From time to time, I would love to see like a survey about, about that, about, you know, your, your, your frame of mind and, and how you're doing. I mean, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be cool if you could see those like with the same frequency that you see, like the, you know, the, those candidate polls? Oh yeah. That would I, mean, we're, we're, that, I mean, that would, I think it would change a lot of people's kind of mental states, you know, cause we're, you know, you know, it's like with social media and, yeah. and, and politics and all, we're just fed things which are actually not healthy for us mm -hmm. you know like one th one thing I did for, for myself and this is just a personal kind of I realized that worked for me was when I realized that I was you know when I had a bit of depression the first thing I did was uh, I, I kind of stepped away from myself for a second and going what is making me unhappy and a part of what was looking at other people's lives mm -hmm. and going why is my life not like theirs why are they happy why am I not happy and so I just, I just shut off my phone, like, you know, no Instagram, no Facebook. And, you know, I, I turned it off. I only turned it off for two weeks, but after two weeks, I just had this refreshment. Um, Cause you're right. Yeah. We don't have any like, yeah. 
what makes you happy. Yeah, and it's funny you mention that because I've had counselors tell me that in so many words that comparison is the thief of joy, and I'm sure there's variations right. of that, you know, in other forms and 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 whatnot. But yeah, absolutely. When when you're comparing yourself, you you can't really be happy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's I'm sure there's some possible method of doing so. I just haven't found it. Um, yeah. You know. That, <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, but again, I, I wanted to thank you for, for, for um, coming on. Now, is there anything that, that, that I did not ask you about that, that you'd like to add? Uh, no, not really. No, it's just that, uh, I guess the, I guess just to add is like now the, the film is going to be, uh, we're now applying for uh, festivals. And oh, awesome. Film festivals. Yeah. Cause, cause this is getting to be festival season, like later in, in the year in, into the, into the new year. So that would, that would be great. I, I, that yeah. would be cool to, to see this making the, the festival circuit. Yeah. And we're, and we're even, I've, uh, I've, I'm personally contacting them also just to even say, look, it, even if it doesn't fit a category, I'm not looking to win awards. I'm not looking for it to be anything, but even if you can play it at the festival as a interlude, as a, <laughs> You know, just as like, look, this might help. You know, and that that's that's all. Like, I don't, I don't care if it like if it won anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, just as a sidebar, are you referring to both virtual screenings as well as in person or combo of both? Yeah, I mean both. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So at the moment, we're we're in one. Uh, we've applied for one festival, which is here in the UK. It's the awesome. Leeds International Film Festival. Awesome. So. So I'm just going to, I'm going to take it one at a time, you know, rather than trying to overwhelm everything. And, but I, I feel, you know, with everyone who I've talked to, um, we feel that there's a lot of traction that can still be had with, with the video. It's, it's mm -hmm. at the moment, it's still like, I think it's 20, 23,000 people mm -hmm. have, have seen it. And yeah, which is great for someone who was just, it was just a purely independent Definitely. First, yeah, and, and uh, it was my first film that I ever made and put together, you know, with the help of some team. So, yeah, it's definitely opened up some cool things, which I think, yeah, that will help people. Definitely. Well, I, well, I do want to congratulate you on the continued success of the film. And Thank that, you, so it, much. Um, you know, hopefully will continue to help and, and inspire people. Yeah, great. Thank you. So, um, so as, as I wrap up, I did want to mention if anything that we've, we've talked about today brought up anything and you need, need to speak with, with someone, there are um, a couple of crisis text lines available. If you're in the U.S., you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. If you're in the U.K., you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. Um, there's also um, the websites available for Mental Health America at mhanational.org and National Alliance on Mental Illness, nami.org. Now, you, um, John, you also mentioned the Mental Health Foundation. So I, I do want to mention them as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can get them on mostly Twitter is a great place. So it's just <laughs> at Mental Health Foundation. Um, that come up, and also we have um, the the Samaritans. Um, so you can also get them on Twitter uh, and Facebook, just at Samaritans. Oh, Samaritans is a is a great. They're they're great. I do, I think they're in the U.S., but in in only a few cities, and I, I'm okay. not sure how. But 
yeah, Samaritans, they, they are, are, they do great work. Yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so I, I do want to thank you for um, listening to Mental Health Fil Film Comment. And like I said, this is, uh, this would be officially the newest movie that we've discussed on the film and one that is available so you don't have to worry about going to a video store or going to Netflix and searching it out. So it, it is really available, which is good. That's always, um, you know, we always want to have, you know, accessibility is always a good, a good issue. Uh, good distribution of, of a title is always a good thing. So um, it's always, and that's why I felt it was important to have you on the show so that people can, um, you know, get 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 some some background of the um of the film and um nice. and check it out yeah. so yeah um so i do th thank you thank you for, for for listening um stay safe and um see you next time